Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast series Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today, listeners, you are in for a real treat as I get to chat with author Michel Vimal Dumonte. And we're talking today about his brand new novel, Where There Is a Will. How are you today, Michel? I'm very well, thank you. Glad to have you on. That's great to have you on board. Thanks for giving us some of your time today. Thank you. I was wondering if we could start by hearing a little bit of um, your take on what your novel, Where There Is a Will, is all about. Okay. So it's been described uh, as a bit of an Australian yarn, (laughs) as a page turner, as a thriller. And the feedback that's come back was um, it's a book you can't put down. So a perfect book for the beach or an airplane trip or maybe to read on the train. Yeah. But a little bit about the story. So it all starts with uh, a senior surfer coming to grief in a massive cyclone swell on Sydney's northern beaches. Mm. And his family, or sort of family, without giving away the book, you have to find out what family family means, Yes, (laughs) uh, gathers uh, for the so-called reading of his will. Ah. So the book is about the parallel story of a man who wakes up down the coast with amnesia Wow. And start trepsing up and down the east coast of Australia looking for his identity, revisiting his past as he discovers what his past has been. And on the other hand, a whole family or members of a family looking for him. So the parallel stories yeah. of um very clever. Of this trip up and down the coast. Like a big road trip, discovering yes. uh, the yes. coastline and the sceneries, and uh, the reaction of family members to the disappearance of their loved one. Wow, very clever, Michelle. And I do have to ask, how does a Frenchman with such a gorgeous accent as yourself write an Aussie yarn? Ha! <laughs> Look, uh, I've always, uh, you know, what they say there is they say everybody's got a book in them. Absolutely. Okay, sometimes it's best left there, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> True. But anyway, I knew I knew I had a book in me, and when I grew up in France, uh, I had no idea it would be written in English. My first book, oh. uh, but uh, that's what happened eventually. After forty-three years of living in Australia, yeah, I've spent you know more than two thirds of my life in this yeah. country. It's your home. And, and, and English has become a natural language for me. Yeah. Uh, I probably don't have the accent in written English that I have in spoken English. It's such a beautiful country, Australia, too. So uh, obviously you've done it justice and some of the reviews have said exactly that, that your descriptions of landscape and countryside are quite amazing. So well done to you there. 
Thank you. Yeah. And your career in itself is is quite uh, eclectic, Michelle. Can you tell us a little bit about what led you up to the stage where you became an author? Oh, I became a, it was a very, very long process becoming an author. <laughs> They're um, the best ones. <laughs> and this, uh, this, the first draft of this book uh, was written more than 16 years ago. And in the meantime, there's been many, many different iterations. Uh, you know, I've, I've been, I was looking initially for a publisher, then for an agent. It took a long, long time to find someone who got interested. I had to rework the book any number of times. Yeah. And, uh, and, and eventually it got published 16 years down the track. So the point I'm making is that it's, it's, it's a book, it's a work of fiction. Yes. I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> Would and we want to I'm be? A, I don't and think I'm so. a, And I'm a debut author. And that's yes. the worst possible combination to get anyone interested <laughs> in you. But we've you all know? been there and it's the brave ones that keep on keeping on. You've got to keep keep on keeping on. That's absolutely right. Yeah. But what I'm saying, I mean, unless unless you've scored a thousand runs last season or, yes. or you've drifted at sea for 10 days <laughs> or you chopped off your arm from under a rock, yeah, Nobody's the battle is long. In your work of fiction, <laughs> you know? so 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 it's a hard road to get there. It and, is, and, yeah. and in fact, you have to be lucky because I'm sure there's a lot of deserving authors out there who don't make it. Yes, there there is, and it's it's a it's a really tough industry. I I agree with you there, and you have to have an incredible amount of resilience and patience. Would you agree with that? <laughs> Patience, yes, yes, mm. and and really the process of writing is the process of rewriting, isn't it? And rewriting, and rewriting, and rewriting. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, for this latest book, where there is a will, what were you? Would you say were your main inspirations? Okay, so it it really started with a canvas. You know, the, my my personal experience of of travelling this country. Yeah. So you know, I, I'd been on road trips up and down the coast. Uh, I was a surfer. Uh, I worked on some tropical islands at some stage. So I pretty much had the canvas descriptions in my mind. And that's how it started. And that was the inspiration, if you like, the background. Mm. Then I had to develop characters (laughs) and and, and put them in situations and and, and find a yarn that would be credible where they could, you know, evolve and, uh, and, and, and build the yarn. And all the characters fictional, obviously. Yes, they all are in the first book, but every single one of them has got something of someone I've met somewhere. Yes, yes. So a bit of that person and a bit of this other person. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Would you say that there's uh, much of you as a character in the book? Well, there has to be bits. There has to be yes. Personal experience. That's Uh, right. That's why I'm asking. (laughs) But like I said at the beginning, the book was in me, but the book was not about me. So yes. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not the protagonist. If that's what you're saying, no. Yeah. I am yeah. Not. But there's uh, a lot of things come from personal experience. Clearly. Yeah. Absolutely, they do. Um, yeah. And if not, we research. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Isn't Google wonderful? <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> so, when you were developing your characters, did you find that? Um, hard you know i've i've spent many a month uh, you know developing just 
one character because there's need you need to know that character inside out to know how they're going to react in a situation. Yes. How did you go with that? Well, you go with that. Uh, they, you know what they say also, that's a bit of a cliche, but you got the planners and the pencils, right? Yeah. You know what that means, right? The planners plan, yes. the pencils fly by the seat of their pants. And, <laughs> and it's uh, it's somewhere in between, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you plan your characters, but you let them surprise you as well. Love that. And listeners, that's a really, really important tip. Um, because there is no right or wrong way. So I love that you've just said that. Yeah. So you, I think the best part of it is that at the beginning, you actually know a little bit about your characters, but as yeah. you progress through the book, you discover them. Yes. Nice. And every now and then they do surprise you. And uh, and you take a turn in your yarn, in your book, in your story, because all of a sudden your characters is jumped across the road and done something that you weren't <laughs> expecting. And you like it, so you go with it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, so, now, you said this book was a long process to write, so over 16 years. Did In your rewrites, have you changed the ending or, you know, the, the clux of the story and gone into a totally different direction or have you always kept it to Okay, to have- there, there, there were several stages, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first stage of rewriting was to to make the book ready uh, for an agent to look at it. So that was yep. just plain editing with an editor. Uh, and editing, you know, in terms of a consistency of style. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a lot of learning on your first book. Yep. Of, yeah. So I was lucky enough because my, my, my wife had done an editing course and she agreed to do that for me. Oh, very and good. <laughs> second stage... When I, when I did find a, uh, by chance, when I did find an agent, a new author collective, uh, they specialized in new authors, and they're yeah. not actually quite big. Uh, they had a process whereby you submitted your manuscript, it, it went to a panel of readers, and the panel of readers came back with uh, their feedback along a structured uh, Very form. good. Yeah. And so you you could take in the feedback, the suggestions, the criticism, or or, or you could elect not to. Mm. That was your choice. Yeah. But there was a lot of work done after that. It was very constructive. Not not all of it was positive, obviously, not all of it, but it was very. But we learned from that. Yeah. And so yeah, some parts of the story. It's not as though the general stories change or the end changed, but maybe I included more subplots. Mm. Uh, the characters evolved a little bit through that process. Yep. And um, I beefed up parts of the stories and curled some other parts that were irrelevant. And as you would know, being a writer, <laughs> the hardest part is you've written a thousand words. You yes. come back the next day and you say, yes. 800 of it is yes. irrelevant. And yes. you've got to curl it. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? <laughs> and you've got to be ruthless. Yeah. So that was the second bit. I'm 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 a bit long there, but that was the second part. And then mm. when I worked with uh, uh, Carolyn at Hawkeye, when yeah. she selected my book, we went through it again. And this time, there was uh, using advanced writing technique, as she calls them, right? Yeah, excellent. All your classics, you know, the uh, the point of view, the head hopping, uh, no head hopping, preferably uh, <laughs> the. Um, you know, signposting your characters, 
which mm-hmm. is important as well. You've done uh, a lot. Show don't tell. You know all yes. that, all those sort yeah. of things, right? Mm-hmm. And we we reworked the book with all that in mind. So nothing changed in the story. Good in the general story. Yeah, but, but but the way it was told changed. Yeah, it really obviously improved yes. tenfold. Oh, yes, absolutely. So. With all these new skills that you now have, I would hope that you're hooked as a writer and that you have something new happening. Uh, yes. Uh, you do? Actually, I was, uh, I was working on it uh, five minutes before you called. Before oh. the Can we get a sneak peek of what it may be? Is it perhaps a sequel to um, your book Where There Is a Will or is it something completely different? Well, I'm, I'm about... I'm about two-thirds, maybe three-quarters of the way into the first draft. Right. Uh, it's kind of a sequel. I'm, I'm taking the same characters onto a different... Oh, thing. fabulous. Uh, in, a, in a different story with a different band, and, and the characters are evolving quite a bit from the previous stories. Fantastic. And I'm drawing, on, I'm drawing a bit on, the, on, on experience. I used to be with SES here for a long mm-hmm. time. And yes, in, I read that in your um, profile. Working uh, the floods and all that, right? Uh, wow! And so I think it's getting worse than when I was with SES at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and so I've drawn on that experience a little bit as well. So you're actually going to relate to a lot of readers out there, then? Yeah, yeah. At least in parts of the book. In the yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I know this book um, was published in 2021. Yes. How has the journey been after that? I mean, it's it's just absolutely huge after the book gets published, trying to keep the momentum happening. Have you coped with that and enjoyed that process? Well, it, it was a bit awkward because it <laughs> came out in the middle of COVID. Ah, that's yeah. very awkward. So we had to postpone the launch three times. Oh, uh when we did the launch there was still um constraints and uh, borders between states and that sort of thing yeah okay and so it 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 was been challenging it was very quick to take up in my little area of coffs harbor and all that uh not so quick to spread out uh, but, but the pleasing the pleasing part is uh, is the feedback from readers i mean when uh, yeah exactly right quite a bit of it on goodreads which is yes. very pleasant yes um Look, Lots of your reviews are excellent, actually. But I, I face the same the same thing. I mean, uh, if you're a new author and you're not known and you write fiction and you're not a celebrity, not only is it hard to find an agent and a publisher, but <laughs> once you're published, it's hard to get the bookstores interested as well. It, it really is so a battle. You, so you, but yeah, it's an uphill battle. It is, but I can hear your passion. And listeners out there, don't give up, okay? Yeah. Michelle can do it. I can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Look, I've been, I've been, I've been blessed with uh, with a lot of support from a Good. lot of quarters. Yeah. I went to the Bellingen Writers Festival last oh, wow. year, and that was that was uh, very that was very good. Um, I'm doing library talks. Fabulous. Uh, I get yeah. invited to various clubs and things to do author talks and all that. So no, fabulous. And you just never know what's around the corner, like who might get their hands on your book and it just might transform from there. So I really yeah. believe it's a slow burn, the um, publishing world. It is. It is a, <laughs> yep. Unless you're a celebrity, as you said. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
Wow. Well, I'm really, really pleased to speak to you today. And I think you've offered a lot of wisdom to listeners out there. So thank you, Michelle. I really wish you every bit of success going forward for where there is a will. And listeners, it's the perfect buy for Christmas for your holiday break. So you can get um, where there is a will at any good bookstores, online, of course, and libraries right around Australia. So get out there and support Michelle um, in his current book and look out for his new book coming. When do you think, Michelle? Oh, it'll be next year sometime. Next year. That's okay. You're worth the wait. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you every best. Thank you very much, Kelly. Take care. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.